Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook safety teams protect billions of people each month. They lead the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested more than $13 billion in the last five years, quadrupling their safety and security teams to 40,000 people and investing in industry-leading AI technology to enhance safety on their platforms. It's working. Over the last several months, they've taken action on 1.7 billion fake accounts, 51.7 million violent and graphic posts, 62 million explicit adult posts, 9.3 million drugs and firearms sales posts. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Keeping your feed safe will continue to be everyone's priority at Facebook. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Hey everybody, in my job I um, work on different parts of the city for about a about a month at a time, sometimes more. And um, what I noticed, or what I what it made me notice about like where I grew up, was uh, the things that were missing. Because I didn't, when I was younger, I didn't understand, you know, what what made a a neighborhood nice, or that you could even improve a neighborhood. I thought that. What it, what is just is, and there's nothing you can do about it, you know. I didn't understand the concept of, you know, what a landlord was, what home ownership was, and none of that stuff. I didn't understand any of that. So, um, of course, as I got older, I learned, you know, all about that. And what what registers to me now is that why, why neighborhoods are in the condition that they're in. And... Unfortunately, it has very, very, in my opinion, unfortunately, it has very, very little to do with the people that are in those neighborhoods because the same the same things apply. The homeowners uh, generally will take care the homeowners that actually live in the neighborhood generally care about the neighborhood. They care about the people in the neighborhood. They want their property to look nice. They want their neighbor's property to look nice. They don't want any crime or any any uh, trash or any anything to uh, bring blight or negative attention on the neighborhood. And that's across the board in every neighborhood I've ever worked in. Um, the unfortunate part for some of the neighborhoods or some of the community communities is uh, it looks to be like a larger one. Like some of the issues that you see in some neighborhoods with the boarded up houses and, you know, vacant businesses and stuff like that, even though, I don't have any statistics to back it up. I believe that that feeling and seeing those things creates a feeling and creates an an idea of what your neighborhood is. For example, uh, we worked in a neighborhood where like on this one block, it was like two or three boarded up houses. A lot of houses had messed up porches and messed up roofs and, you know, uh, whole potholes in the street and just uh messed up stuff all around the the construction of the buildings the homes was very very bad like chimneys falling over and you know doors that are rigged closed and you know windows that got books and stuff holding them open with no screen and no 
you know, front doors that look like they've been kicked a couple times and paint is peeling everywhere. And I think that stuff, that stuff adds up more. But uh, on top of that, business, like I said, businesses that were closed up or businesses that were, you don't know if they're open, they're boarded up partially and, you know, blocks after blocks of, you know, just uh, vacant, vacant lots and stuff where homes used to be or burned out houses and stuff like that. And when I went to a different neighborhood, the one that I'm working in now, there's businesses everywhere. People are constantly on the move, going from one place to the other. They're, you know, like if you see them leave at, you know, eight o'clock, they usually come back later in the day, which, you know, not saying that they are going to a job, but they have some type of focus. On the other side of town that I was working at, it just the same people walking around all day long. We even saw a guy walk, you know, he, he got out there. We were there at 630 in the morning. He's out there at about 7 a.m. just walking around. He changed the outfits twice, and he sometimes he would be on a bike, a bicycle. Sometimes he would be on foot. But he walked these same couple blocks all day long. And I'm like, what the heck is that about? Like, it's just like what when you see stuff like that and if you're you observe and you watch it to me it it's is disheartening. I don't like working in those neighborhoods because it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel like, man, like I know we can be better than this, I know we can do better than this. And the shining light in those neighborhoods is that, like I said, the, the people that own the houses, that live in the neighborhood, they care a lot. And it's not saying that the people that, that rent the houses that live in the neighborhood don't care. They just don't have the they don't have the ability to change their surroundings. They don't have the ability to say, OK, I want to redo this porch or I'll, I'll have the, you know, the chimney corrected or I'll have, you know, these these broken windows fixed. They don't have the ability to change that stuff. So they kind of have to deal with it. And if their landlord isn't responsive, then it it paint, it makes you not care about the property that you're living on. If you tell your landlord three or four different times about, you know, plumbing issues or electrical issues and they don't do anything sooner or later, you're going to stop caring because you're just renting and you'll say, well, I can move somewhere else and to heck with this. I'll just let it be whatever it is. And, you know, some people, well, that's a bad attitude. Yeah, it is. But what it, what, what do you think would happen after so long being in conditions like that? You either leave and at the point that you leave, you, you may not care or you stay there and you really don't care. So, I mean, you know, I, I read years ago that some of the, the biggest deterrents to, to crime would be and crime and, and poverty actually we'll say poverty because they said with poverty often comes crime because those, those things kind of go hand in hand. But what the biggest deterrents to those are, are adequate education and adequate, uh, jobs adequate jobs and education in neighborhoods where you don't have that you don't have opportunities you know economically you don't have opportunities to uh to better yourself uh academically via school programs for for higher education or uh job job training programs then you got a bunch of listless people and people really need something to do if you don't have nothing to do you literally just waste your life and it's a terrible thing. It's a really, really, really bad thing to just, just be living for the sake of living, to not have any aim or direction or focus, just existing. 
and it's messed up. So, I mean, and of course it's a bigger topic and it's not as simple as, you know, what I'm talking about. I know that, but it, it's disheartening and you want it to be better because you know it can be better. So, I don't know. For for this one, I, I know, you know, the solution has to be we got to hold people accountable who are uh, owning properties in these communities and not not keeping them up and not doing doing what they should do to be a general good neighbor to make sure that you know that people aren't living in squalor i've as a technician i've gone into lots of houses where people didn't own it where the the house is basically falling apart around these people and they have no other choice but to be there as dangerous as it 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 would be to me or as uncomfortable as it would be to me this is a way of life for people and they just have to deal with it and i think that's that's messed up man so I think we, we got to hold people more accountable. And by we, I don't mean just the tenants. I mean elected officials to whatever capacity they can and uh, the community in general to whatever degree they can to hold people accountable to to bring up the neighborhoods, to talk to your aldermen about getting businesses in those areas and making sure that the businesses are employing people that live in the neighborhood and also given opportunities for you know for home ownership for the people who live there and for for business ownership to give to give chances and opportunities to not have neighborhoods slowly fall into decline and then be gentrified because the prices are so low people can't can't beat them so those are just my thoughts career builder is made for people who have that thing you know, those superpowers that make you good at your job, the skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits, jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com.